Finally, it finally happened in yesterday's preseason game against the Boston Celtics. Quentin Grimes went off. He finally found his offense shooting lights out from three. This is exactly what I wanted to see from Quentin Grimes. A lot of the Knicks starters were actually resting that game. So I wanted to see Grimes step up in a big way and do more things on offense. And I think we got a glimpse of that. I also want to discuss some of the other things we saw in the game, especially what we saw from what looks like the best team in the East and the Boston Celtics. All of this and so much more today. Let's get started. Quentin Grimes has broken out of his shooting slump. And my goodness, was it a sight to see. This is something I wanted to see from Quentin Grimes since we started the preseason games. And while on defense, he's always looked good. The offense just has not been there these last few preseason games. Until last night there is. Because when he faced the Boston Celtics, he went off. 22 points. 7-13 shooting. 7-12 from 3. Quentin Grimes. He found it. Woo! He found his shot. He found the rhythm. And you know what? If you were looking at him during the game, it actually looks pretty good. He's aggressive. He's pulling up without hesitation. He's attacking the rim. He's being aggressive. All the things you wanted to see Quentin Grimes do, you saw him do. But here's my argument to that before we break down the entire game. Quentin Grimes was doing that with almost no starters in the game besides Mitchell Robinson, who, by the way, almost does nothing on offense for the New York Knicks to begin with. That's why Quentin Grimes did that. 22 points. Would he have gotten that many attempts if Brunson, RJ, or Randall were in the game? I don't think so. And that's why it supports my argument that Grimes should come off the bench because he could thrive. And what we saw last night might be something that he does on the regular each and every night if he comes off the bench. That's just my opinion on the matter. But let's break down the game with the Boston Celtics and see how the Knicks fared against what I felt was the best team in the East that I saw in the Boston Celtics. The New York Knicks lost this game 110 to 123. Boston basically destroyed the Knicks in the first two quarters beat them out of the gate 41 points to 30, and then in the second quarter, held no mercy. 37 points again to the Knicks 30. After the first two quarters, it was about four minutes into the second, it was about 70 to 42, 43. They had 70 points with four minutes left to go in the second quarter in a preseason game. Now, while they were using their starters a lot more than you would expect in a preseason game, I did understand why they were doing it because they wanted to see how it would look like in a real game. And if the Celtics do what they did against us to every team they face this season, it's going to be a nightmare. We allowed the Celtics to shoot 52 threes, 52, and they made 23 of them for 44%. And then the Knicks conversely, 40%. They allowed us to shoot 48. We only made 19. From the free throw, you know, more or less even or the same. Knicks at 75%. Boston at 80%. Turnovers, more or less the same. Assist, more or less the same. I like to see that. Rebounds, the Boston Celtics won that battle just by a here. Although the offensive rebound battle, the Knicks did win that. 
Blocks were tied. Steals go to the Knicks. And personal fouls, well, not something you want to lead in, but the New York Knicks led in that too. But again, they didn't have their starters with them on the floor, so we have to understand that. The fact that the game was even remotely close is something to be said, at least at the end. But I think we knew what game it was after the first two quarters. I'm not going to lie. If you turned off the game at 4 minutes and 32 seconds in the second quarter, I can't blame you. I was going to do the same thing as well too. The only reason that I couldn't is because I actually had to cover it afterwards. So I can't just turn off the game. I have to watch it, unfortunately, the entire thing. And I did, begrudgingly. And it was good, bad, very bad. And then in the third quarter, I saw Quentin Grimes go off. Now, arguably in the first two quarters, he didn't do exactly what I wanted him to do. I needed a little bit more from Quentin Grimes. I needed him to be a little bit more of that playmaker, that facilitator, but also doing more of his cuts to the basket. I needed to see more of that, especially without the starters. And all the footwork that he's been using and working on with J.J. Redick, I saw a little bit of that, especially the pull-up off of the three when he caught the ball. He's never really done that before. Sometimes he holds it a little too long before doing that. So that was nice to see. But all of those off-screen type of shots that we saw him working on with JJ, I didn't really see that. Now, maybe that's because he didn't really call for a screen or nobody really put a screen out there for him. But I think I wanted to see a little bit more of that from him. Now, maybe we're going to see that tonight when they face the Wizards, and I hope we do, but the starters are going to be back. So it's likely the game that Quentin Grimes needed to show out and showcase his abilities was this game against Boston. Because I don't know if he's going to have the same opportunities to do it against the Wizards. Because knowing Tom Thibodeau, he's going to treat this last final preseason game as a real regular season game. So I expect all the starters to get more or less the same minutes they would get in the regular season tonight. Now things may change depending on if the game is a blowout. Because obviously at that point in time, maybe the starters rest a little bit more, play a little bit less And then you have other players like Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, likely taking the bulk of those minutes, which I'm going to love to see because I want to see what those players can do, especially under pressure. So I hope the game is close because that's what's going to tell me more about them, their games, and what they've worked on. And that's exactly what I want to see. But Quentin Grimes was, for me, the most impressive player that we saw last night on the New York Knicks squad. Obviously, with the second, I would say it was uh, Deuce McBride, who also did very well, started for the New York Knicks, so that was good to see. But Quentin Grimes, man, the defense has always been there. It's the shooting that we need to see consistently and effectively from Quentin Grimes, because if he can do that, he would probably be one of the most impactful players on the floor for the Knicks. And if he can shoot it lights out like he was doing last night, defenses are going to not only respect him, They're going to put one or two defenders on him, especially if he gets hot. And that's going to open up the floor for everybody else. This benefits everybody if Quentin Grimes goes off. But I can't just only give Quentin Grimes the praise. I got to give some shout outs and praise to my guy, Jericho Sims. 10 rebounds, three blocks, one steal, three assists, one or two from the field goal. I think it's important to note that Jericho Sims, for me... Still looks absolutely green. Did not like him and will never like him at the four this season. He just looks extremely bad there. The five, when you see him playing that position a little bit more, I would argue that he looks better at that position for the Knicks than he does at the four. I would stop rocking Jericho Sims at the four. Either leave that to Isaiah Hartenstein or 
Josh Hart if you have to. I don't want to see him do it, but if we're going to see it anyways, at least leave it up to those two who have played the position before and are a little bit more comfortable at playing that position. Jericho Sims, too green at it. But what he can do, jump you out of the gym, check. Will his head meet the rim at some point, check. Can he jump so high that nobody even tries to jump with him because that rebound is likely going to him? Check. He offers a lot. I love what he gives this New York Knicks team on the defensive end. Offensively, he cleans up the glass a little bit, but he's no Mitchell Robinson even in that regard. I don't think he has that many offensive moves. Definitely don't think he has a shot or a jump shot. Did not like seeing that. I think Jericho Sims will be an effective player for the New York Knicks, but that's entirely up to Tom Thibodeau and how he utilizes him. If he puts him at the four, he's not going to be impactful. That's not his position. We've seen enough there. But if he puts him at the five, puts Isaiah Hartenstein at the four, and does these type of things in terms of adjustments and experimentation, then maybe we'll see him maximize Jericho Sims' ability and get the most out of him. And I think that's what any coach would want at this stage in his career. He can't give you everything you're going to need at that position for a modern big. Fine. But whatever he can do, maximize it. Do it to the best of your abilities, Thibs. Make sure that he's in the right positions to succeed. That's all I'm asking. Put players where they can succeed better. If RJ Barrett is not the right three, then move him to the two. Put Josh Hart at the three. Quentin Grimes at the three. Somebody else at the three. Do that. I would rather you do that and try those type of lineups, especially in preseason, so you can get a feeling and understanding for it. Because that's going to help what you do during the regular season, especially if you have to make adjustments because of foul trouble. This is the perfect opportunity to do that. So I hope Tom Thibodeau will adjust lineups a little bit more tonight, will allow us to see a couple of more lineups where we're seeing different people leading the pack. Maybe Quentin Grimes leading the charge at times. I would love to see that because his playmaking ability is so underrated and the Knicks don't utilize it enough. And I would love to see more cutting from all the New York Knicks. Just constant motion. That would be something so welcoming to see from the Knicks as a total team. So I want to see it not only from Grimes, not only from Quickly, but from Randall, but from Barrett, Jalen, everybody. That would be so welcoming. And I hope Tom Thibodeau would at least try to experiment with some of that during the preseason. The unfortunate part is I've watched this team for years. I know who the coach is. I know what we're going to see tonight. Against the Wizards tonight, folks, we are going to see the starters play regular season minutes, more or less, depending on how the score is and if it's a blowout or not. And also, we're going to see some of the bench players or some players that normally don't get a lot of burn get a little bit more burn. Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, Deuce McBride, expect that. But the starters, I expect Jalen, Julius Randle, and RJ Barrett to at least play 30 minutes. But what about you guys? What did you think about the Knicks versus Celtics game last night? Were you impressed with Quentin Grimes like I was? Or do you think he has a lot more to do in terms of consistency before you can give him your stamp of approval? Let me know in the comments because honestly, guys, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. But of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.